others, please don't clutch your pearls like myself. I think it is most likely the best of the governing documents, as it were, of countries today, but I don't idolize that piece of paper. It does not protect rights in every way that it should. It has gaping holes in it. So what I like to say is that I absolutely support the Constitution where it supports rights and where it does not, I do not. And that can cause some howls of despair from some conservatives who almost view it as a another book of the Bible, which is idolatry, and you shouldn't do that. So I wanted to do this to really distinguish what a libertarian is, because we are very, very distinctive. So when I hear terms like, and I know this may rub some people the wrong way, like libertarian Republican, there's no such thing. You might have Republicans that have some libertarian leanings, but we are an entirely different thing. Now, there may be liberty Republicans, but you're either a libertarian or you're not, in my view. So that was my goal here. And as always, I would love to hear from you at pinkflameofliberty at gmail.com. If you disagree, if you agree, if you have comments, you have questions, whatever it might be. Normally, I am present on my YouTube channel for the live stream of this show. I will not be this weekend because I am flying out to Boston and I'm attending the first LNC meeting since they booted me for being a whistleblower because I am going to, well, A, I made a plea on how we can help restore some peace and sanity to this party rather than it just being a metaphorical bloodbath at the Reno convention by them restoring me to my position. Do I think they'll go for it? No, but hope does spring eternal. But in any event, they are sadly mistaken if they thought I was just going to go away quietly into the night. They worked with me for years and do not know me very well if that's what they thought would happen. So I know most of them because we all have the divine conscience, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. They know they did me ugly. And I am going to uh, require them to see my face everywhere. I will not let them forget what they did. They can make it right. We shall see what happens, and I will report back to you. So that's where I'm going to be this weekend at an LNC meeting and some various fundraisers and meeting up with friends and all that kind of stuff. And that's also why I'm recording at 2 in the morning because I am leaving my house at 3.15 to go to the airport. So before we get started, where we left off, I would like to talk to you about one of my sponsors, and that is the Approval Approval Voting Movement of Colorado. A bit tongue-tied this morning. So approval voting is an alternative voting system. And let me explain it a little bit because I realized I've read this ad copy, but I, it doesn't really explain exactly what it is. So let's say you had to choose between four candidates, A, B, C, and D. And you could live with A or B, but you couldn't live with C or D. You put a check mark next to each one you could live with. Maybe you could live with three 
out of the four of them. And then the candidate who gets the most check marks wins. That's kind of how it goes. It's very, very simple. So approval voting would move us beyond two-party thinking. There would be fewer quote-unquote spoilers because voters can vote for both a candidate that they really like who has what they might think is no chance of winning and also a more popular candidate who does have a chance of winning. It will lead to more civility because when you want to get everyone's little check mark, you can't go around calling them all kinds of names like falsely accusing them of racism or falsely accusing them of communism. Both extremes do happen. When a group of friends want to stay friends and are trying to decide on a restaurant or a movie or some other choice, they use a show of hands, and that is basically a form of approval voting. It will lead to less polarization because the voter is not forced to focus on only two candidates or sometimes pick the one that they dislike the least or actually in their vote be voting against somebody rather than for somebody. So if you are interested in this, please contact Colorado Approval Voting Effort by phone or text at 720-439-6000 or search for the Approval Voting Party. I think you would find some things that would be very, very interesting to you. I would suggest that you search out all alternative voting methods. I think some are better for different kinds of races. Maybe we'll get into that another time, thinking of having Frank Atwood from the Approval Voting Party. He's actually a libertarian, but he started the Approval Voting Party to, to move forward into a better voting system. So now, without further ado, we shall go on to where we left off in the platform. And if you ever would like to go read it yourself, please go to lp.org forward slash platform one day we're going to do the same thing with the Libertarian Party of Colorado platform because it does differ slightly from the National Party. I actually think the LPCO platform is much more hardcore libertarian than the National platform in some ways. And the state parties tend to be that way. So where we are at now is Platform Plank 1.7 crime and justice. And this is going to take a lot of teasing out, but I'm going to read it out first. It says, government forced must be limited to the protection of the rights of individuals to life, liberty, and property. And governments must never be permitted to violate these rights. Laws should be limited in their application to violations of the rights of others through force or fraud or to deliberate actions that place others involuntarily at significant risk of harm. Therefore, we favor the repeal of all laws, and all means all, all laws creating quote-unquote crimes without victims, such as gambling, the use of drugs for medicinal or recreational purposes, and consensual transactions involving sexual services. We support restitution to the victim to the fullest degree possible at the expense of the criminal or the negligent wrongdoer. The constitutional rights of the criminally accused, including due process, a speedy trial, legal counsel, trial by jury, and the legal presumption of innocence until proven guilty must be preserved. We assert the common law right of juries to judge not only the facts, but also the justice of the law. 
we oppose the prosecutorial practice of quote-unquote overcharging and criminal prosecutions so as to avoid jury trials by intimidating defendants into accepting plea bargains. Now, there was a lot there to unpack, and all of it pretty fantastic if you ask me. We are about to need to go on a break, but before we do, I wanted to recommend a gift for you to consider to buy for the young person in your life this holiday season. I'm showing it on the screen, but I'm going to describe it to you, my dear listeners, over the airwaves. It is a beautifully illustrated children's book that is called The Tale of Two Brothers. The author is Sean Dempsey. You can get it on Amazon or at tale2brothers.com. And what it does is it teaches young people life principles, particularly in this age of COVID. It doesn't mention COVID. It, it doesn't mention politics. But what it does teach young people is that life is more than your heart is still beating. Life is more than just a simple biological life. Life involves risks, and it involves going out and actually enjoying life, that you can never be perfectly safe and actually be living a full life. So I recommend this book for, again, about the 6 to 12-year-old in your life, and I actually enjoyed reading it myself. Okay, I will come back after this break. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Hi, my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740.
Okay, we are back. And as usual, I would like to give you my email address again for any questions, comments, or if you wish to become an advertiser on the show. I would love to have you, and the rates are extraordinarily reasonable, and you not only get the word out to the radio audience, this is also broadcast on my YouTube channel. And particularly if you have a Liberty product that can be sold anywhere in the world, then this is a good opportunity for you. Please get in touch with me again at pinkflameofliberty at gmail.com. Okay, so let's go through this plank a little bit. This gets into the whole idea of positive and negative rights, which will come up again later, but we talked about it on an earlier show. And that is that the only like affirmative duty that one person has to another, unless they voluntarily choose to take on other duties, is the duty of non-interference. We often call it the non-initiation of force or non-aggression. And that applies not just to people, but to groups of people, even if they wear fancy costumes and call themselves government police. The fact is, groups of people or giving people special titles does not grant them more rights than they already had. So, just like person to person, government force has to be limited in the same way. That force can only be defensive and not initiatory. So, any law, it must be geared towards the protection of the rights of individuals. So, protective, defensive laws. And governments in enforcing these laws must not ever be permitted to violate these rights. We might get into a show at some point where we talk about the the difference between just your, I hate saying garden variety because I'm not trying to be demeaning at all, but the typical libertarian and an anarchist libertarian all revolves around this sentence and it gets into some deep philosophy that you might enjoy and it certainly would explain the reason why I personally am an anarchist. Okay, so it continues to say because of this, we do not believe in anything being illegal that doesn't have a victim and a victim has to be someone other than yourself if you do something voluntarily to yourself and voluntarily implies that you know you are of a sound and competent mind okay we're not getting into edge cases with people who might be insane underage that sort of thing we're dealing with your average competent adult you cannot be a victim of yourself if you knowingly and voluntarily chose to do something, even if other people think it's harmful, even if it's objectively harmful, the government is in no place to protect you from yourself because you have the right to harm yourself. It might be stupid, but you have the right to do that. Now, others certainly may, through persuasion and education and other nonviolent or forceful means try to convince you not to do such things, but you have the absolute right to do them. So we name some things such as gambling. Okay, that's become more and more non-controversial, but we mean all kinds of gambling. You know, we have some limited casino gambling in Colorado, but there is absolutely no reason 
full casino gambling should not be legal everywhere. What is it the government's business, like the chutzpah, to think that you can control that just baffles me. Also, as I said, the use of drugs for medicinal. So uh, if you have some experimental drug that you wish to try, and we see a lot of this being prohibited now with, with mockery and laws, then you should be allowed to do it. It is your body. It is your illness. But it also says for recreational purposes. And when we say we uh, want to repeal drug laws, we do indeed mean all drug laws. Do you mean even heroin? Yes, I mean even heroin. The good model for this, just take a look, because most people do not know that in Portugal, all drugs, every single one of them, has been decriminalized and drug use has gone down. Now, I don't think decriminalization goes far enough. I want full legalization that you should be able to purchase drugs in the same way that you purchase tomatoes on the open market. But decriminalization is a lot better than what we have now. I mean, just think about it. You have the government saying it is going to protect you from yourself. It is going to perhaps even save your life. And how do they do that? By ruining your life, by putting you behind bars and making you a felon. Yeah, that's really helpful with friends like that. Who needs enemies? With help like that, who needs harm? But we do, again, we don't support the legalization of all drugs. I like to put it this way, the re-legalization of all drugs. Because most people don't know that all drugs, not all drugs, but like the, the, the big ones that you think of, of heroin, cocaine, that sort of thing, they were not illegal in this country for a quite a bit of time. And it was, I don't have the exact dates in front of me, but I would say they were all eventually made illegal or for all intents and purposes illegal prior to 1940. But up until that era, right there, you could go to the drugstore and buy laudlum, which is an opiate, right off the shelves. And you should be able to do so because it is your body. The most fundamental right you have to your body is what you put in it. And it also goes on to say consensual transactions involving sexual services. In other words, prostitution. That, to me, is another insane thing. Why is that illegal? I mean, is it, I like how one of our presidential candidates put it. I believe it was Joe Jorgensen. I could be incorrect, but I believe she said, uh, what part of it, what, what part of prostitution do you object to? The sex or the money? And I think that puts it into perspective. We are all, unless we were born with a silver spoon in our mouth, exchanging our bodies for money. Just some of us aren't doing it for sex. We might be exchanging our labor, our strength, our mind, whatever it might be, our time. But we are all, in a very broad sense of the word, prostituting ourselves. We're just not doing it through sexual services. Sex work is work. And it should be fully legal. And the thing about legalizing, now I'm going to give you a more, rather than a philosophical argument, I'm going to give you a pragmatic argument as to why we would do this. Why would we want to legalize all drugs? You'd say, well, drugs, you know, look at these gangs and it causes violence and people are dying of overdoses. But do you realize that a lot of that, not all of it, but a lot of it is a result of the prohibition, the illegality. People are having to do things 
in the shadows. And people get victimized by criminals when they do things in the shadows. Because if you get a bad batch of whatever drug you're buying, who are you going to tell? Are you going to report it to the cops? Are you going to report it to the government? Are you going to report it to some regulatory agency? No. You're just going to move on. Like, it, when things are done in the shadows, people get exploited, and you don't know what is in what you are buying. If drugs were bought and sold on the open market, there would be labels, there would be testing, there would be product reviews, and if some drug manufacturer or seller harmed somebody, you could take them to court. They could be civilly or criminally liable, just like if you bought a defective toaster. There is no reason things should be any different. The same thing with prostitution. Some people will say, well, but girls are being trafficked. Again, because things are done in the dark. If this could be out in the open and it just be another profession, that would actually bring down the need for trafficking. Not that there's actually need for it. Let's just say the, the market for trafficking. And, and, and it's such a paternalistic attitude that a lot of people have that think no woman would do this voluntarily. Well, let me tell you, I know sex workers and they enjoy their work. Now I'm sure there are some who are forced into it, but you are really, really kidding yourself if you do not think that there are people who make that their career by choice and like it. They make it good money. They don't have to work very many hours. And some people just like bringing pleasure to other people. I have a friend in the Libertarian Party named Starchild. He is a sexual services provider to both men and women. And he wrote an article that really touched my heart because he talked about there are people out there that have a hard time finding relationships. Perhaps they're handicapped. Perhaps they're housebound in some way. They have some phobia. Perhaps they aren't the most attractive people. And the physical human touch can be one of the most healing things that you can bring into somebody's life. It actually is a health benefit. And he views that as one of the essential services that his profession provides. And I don't think we think of those people very much. But in other countries where prostitution is illegal, that actually, in some cases, you know, for people maybe who are wheelchair bound or, or have some other physical deficits, it's actually covered under health services. Because we all need that connection with another human being. And it is quite cruel to have to force somebody who that's really their only outlet to have to do it in the shadows and risk perhaps sexually transmitted diseases because there's no kind of health certificates or review system or any other thing like that that would control quantity because again what are you going to do go to the cops and complain that you didn't like the services that a prostitute gave you i don't think so Oh, wow, that was a quick little segment there. I will talk to you again after the break.
This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 8 to 11 for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. On Tuesday, December 7th, Life Choices is participating in Colorado Gives Day. I know many of you are passionate about life and want to make a difference but don't know how. Go online to lifechoices.org and click on Colorado Gives to schedule a payment for December 7th or call 303-651-2050. Your giving will save and transform lives. Call 303-651-2050 or go to lifechoices.org and make a difference for life. Hey, hey, yes, you. Yes, you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. We are back, and before we continue, I would like to bring a YouTube channel to your attention. This is another sponsor of mine, and if you would like to explore these issues of libertarianism and even potentially anarchy from a biblical perspective, please search on YouTube for a channel called Daniel 3 Biblical Anarchy. It is a fantastic channel. There is an interview with me also on there that I think is one of the more interesting ones that I have done, and I've done a lot of interviews. So please go check it out and give it a subscribe and give a few shows a like and a share, and it will really help out the sponsor, and I think you will really, really enjoy the show. Okay, let's continue with what we were talking about. Next, it talks about restitution to the victim. Older platforms used to get into this in much more detail, but basically the way criminal prosecutions right now, and it's that the criminal has actually offended the state. You know, it's always, you know, 
the state of Colorado versus X or something similar, rather than the actual person who was victimized. And very often, the victim does not get restitution. But with all this in mind, we absolutely uphold, and that's why what the LNC did to me was just so really repulsive to libertarian principles. No, I wasn't accused of any kind of crime. But due process, before you're deprived of anything, um, should always be a libertarian value. So, but in this case, we are talking about the criminally accused and all of the rights that we have come to enjoy in this country, such as due process, speedy trial, legal counsel, trial by jury, and the legal presumption of innocence. Now, what we also do that it was something I was never even aware of until I became a libertarian, which we totally uphold the rights of juries to judge the justice of the law. A lot of times, like I was watching Newsmax earlier today, and I like to tell, say, you know, Newsmax is when you try to order Fox News, but you order on Wish.com. Newsmax is what you get. It's the fiver of ultra-conservative news. And I'm just going to start recording it because I need to start doing critiques because it is just so awful. And But the amount of times that they go, it's the law, it's the law, it's the law. Well, you know, just because something is the law doesn't make it just. And simply saying, it's the law. And we'll get into that when we get into the immigration issue. Isn't an argument. It isn't an argument at all. It wasn't an argument in the Nuremberg trials. So it shouldn't be an argument here. So we do fully support the common law right of juries to judge. Not only the facts, but the justice of the law. And actually, this is called jury nullification. And actually, jury nullification is illegal in some states. It, it's just absolutely crazy. You can be arrested outside of some courthouses if you pass out pamphlets on this right that you have as a jury. If you want more information on that, I really suggest that you Google an organization called the Fully Informed Jury Association. Your eyes will be opened. And this last sentence about overcharging in order to intimidate defendants into taking a plea bargain. This is a new addition to our platform. And again, I can almost see myself in this thing because that's basically what the LNC did to me. They, they just threw a bunch of crap at the wall and see if anything stuck. And people like got overwhelmed by the sheer volume of this folder of screenshots they had there. They thought to themselves, self, there must be something wrong in there when there really wasn't. And I still to this day do not know what piece of evidence allegedly convicted me of such gross indecorum or whatever it was. It's, it's pretty bad when you've been quote-unquote convicted of something and you still don't even really know what it is. But onto the more serious issue here of criminal charges. This practice of overcharging is rampant, and particularly when you have less educated or less affluent defendants, and very often it is minority communities, they can be really, really intimidated into just accepting one of the charges to make the rest to go away. This is just bullying by the state. Okay, the next plank is 1.8, and it is very short and sweet and to the point. 
It's titled The Death Penalty, and it says, We Oppose the Administration of the Death Penalty by the State. Now, this caused some controversy. This is a new plank. It uh, was added to our platform in 2016. Now, Colorado has always had an anti-death penalty plank in our state platform, but that was the first time it was in the national platform. Now, it caused controversy for several reasons. Well, first, there were people who supported the death penalty, for one thing, and I will get into why you shouldn't. But the other controversy was the way the plank was worded. It says, you know, we oppose the administration of the death penalty by the state. Does that imply we don't oppose it when it's administered by someone other than the state, like private vigilantes or private executioners? No, that wasn't the intent. The intent was just to have a simple statement because the original wording was just way too convoluted. And basically, we don't think the state should be killing its citizens. I mean, it's as simple as that. There is no way to rectify that if an error is made, for one thing. Now, I know some people will say, yeah, but what if you saw the person do it? Like, there is no doubt of guilt. The minute you set that precedent, there will always be innocent people executed. And if you look into the statistics of people who are later proven innocent, including, I, I posted this on my public figure page on Facebook, this 14-year-old child was put in the electric chair. And it was a minority child. It was a black child that years later was proven innocent. And that is just heartbreaking. That should never even be an option. And one of our former chairs told, and he was a public defender um, in Colorado, actually, told the story, and I thought it really drove it home. It's not a, a true story. It's just an example he gave as to why he opposed the death penalty. Libertarians do not oppose lethal force, but we believe in lethal force in order to stop an imminent danger. But let's say you caught somebody breaking into your home, and that is a lethal threat right there, someone breaking into your home. But you don't kill the person, you capture them. And you take them out to your backyard, and you lock them in your shed, and you feed them and you clothe them for a few years. And then one day, you take them out to your backyard and say, today's the day, and you shoot them in the head. There is something fundamentally wrong about that. You're not defending yourself any longer. The person is no threat. They've been neutralized. And there isn't really a direct connection right there. Now, of course, you could say, what are you talking about, a mass murderer? Still, once the person is helpless, helpless and in your hands, to then take care of them for a while and then march them out and kill them, that is just the state murdering its citizens. And not only is that just an awful practice that has led to the murder by state of so many innocent people, there's more than that. It does something pretty terrible to the people who have to administer this. To the jailers, to the executioners. It turns them into monsters. It, it harms them. 
the psychic harm to these people is also great and we often do not think of them we often do not think of how they have to live with these memories or walk by these human beings every day in their cells realizing five days from now I'm going to be killing this person or then you, you bring them their last meal realizing that they'll be dead before their stomach has even finished digesting it it is just a horror that needs to go it belongs to a more barbaric time and in fact if it's vengeance you seek I think keeping somebody locked up for the rest of their life is very harsh and that should be vengeance enough and in fact that in some ways can be even harsher uh, let me put it to you this way if somebody was in jail for life which you know the loss of your freedom and that person themselves decided they wanted to take their own life that is their decision and I do think they should have that option this is going way beyond our platform I'm getting into the weeds a little bit here but this is just in in, in talking about the whole idea of you know is it does does a such a a, a horrific crime deserve murder by state or should that person be just given the option to take themselves out if that is what they wish or spend the rest of their lives in jail but the decision then is in their hand and if a mistake was made you can at least rectify it somewhat if they're still alive you can't rectify it completely because there isn't any amount of money in the world that can compensate fully for someone losing the most precious thing we have your freedom but you can't get it back at all if you're dead so I do think that you need to remove the power of lethal punishment from the hands of the state and I didn't always think that way but now I think that way more strongly than I can express all right we shall continue again on the other side of the break. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, 
Call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Called the glass doctor of Greeley. Foggy window panes, cracked or chipped windshields, glass shower installations. We do it. We do it good. Heavy equipment glass, home, business, or auto glass repair or replace. We do it real good. Call Glass Doctor of Greeley. Do it. Do it good. Stupid robot. That cracks you up. Call the Glass Doctor of Greeley. 970-616-3100. That's 970-616-3100. Whoa! Okay, we are back, and once again, I would like to give you my email address for questions, comments, or inquiries about advertising opportunities. It is pinkflameofliberty at gmail.com. And before we continue, I'd like to let you know about the upcoming state convention for the Libertarian Party of Colorado. It will take place on March 12, 2021 at Lilly Farm Fresh Event Center in Keensburg and Weld County. And if you would like to participate to help turn this party of ultimate freedom back towards its North Star of true liberty and are a registered libertarian which is required to be a voting delegate at our convention please mark the date and stay tuned here or keep checking back at lpcolorado.org for more information or if over the course of listening to me and other libertarians that you have realized that you are indeed a libertarian but you are not registered you're not a registered libertarian voter in order to be a voting delegate at our convention you must be registered with the state of colorado by december 12th we have in like a 90-day seasoning period so i would encourage you to do so but even if you do not want to be a voting delegate even if you are not a registered libertarian you are certainly welcome to come and observe and ask questions it's a good time but maybe I'm just one of those crazy people that love business conventions. But we will be um, nominating our candidates for public office because we do not participate in theft-funded primaries. Thank you very much. Private organizations should have to use their own money and resources to select their candidates. I know the state forces other parties into primaries, so you can't entirely blame them. Well, I can blame them, but... Let's just move on past that. We will be nominating our candidates for the 2022 elections and also our delegates that will go to the National Convention, where I am running for vindication and reinstatement as National Secretary, because the delegates are the ones who should be making these decisions, not a group of, you know, 
bureaucrats caught in their own echo chamber huffing their own farts. All right, let's continue where we left off. The next plank is on self-defense, and we did discuss this in another show, so I'm just going to read it and then move on to the next one. So it says, the only legitimate use of force is in defense of individual rights, life, liberty, and justly acquired property against aggression. This right inheres in the individual who may agree to be aided by any other individual or group. We affirm the individual right recognized by the Second Amendment to keep and bear arms and oppose the prosecution of individuals for exercising their rights of self-defense. Private property owners should be free to establish their own conditions regarding the presence of personal defense weapons on their own property. We oppose all laws at any level of government restricting, registering, or monitoring the ownership, manufacture, or transfer of firearms or ammunition. I do want to point out one thing in here. Notice we said we affirm the individual right recognized by the Second Amendment, not granted by the Second Amendment. Nothing in the Constitution grants you rights. It can only recognize rights that you have as a human being. Okay, so next it moves to the next major section of our platform, which is 2.0, economic liberty. So we moved out of the first section, which was personal liberty, now moving into economic liberty, which has the following introductory paragraph. Libertarians want all members of society to have abundant opportunities to achieve economic success. A free and competitive market allocates resources in the most efficient manner. Each person has the right to offer goods and services to others on the free market. The only proper role of government in the economic realm is to protect property rights, adjudicate disputes, and provide a legal framework in which voluntary trade is protected. All efforts by governments to redistribute wealth or control or manage trade are improper in a free society. Libertarians are laissez-faire free, market, free marketeers. When we say limited government, we actually mean limited government. The regulatory state is, A, if you want to appeal to the Constitution and the founding of this party, is not something ever, ever envisioned. Then we get more specific. So, 2.1, property and contract. As respect for property rights is fundamental to maintaining a free and prosperous society, it follows that the freedom to contract to obtain, retain, profit from, manage, or dispose of one's property must also be upheld. Because you don't really own something unless you can do what you want with it as long as it is not harming another person or another person's property. Libertarians would free property owners from government restrictions on their rights to control and enjoy their property as long as their choices do not harm or infringe on the rights of others. Eminent domain, civil asset forfeiture, governmental limits on profits, governmental production mandates, and governmental controls on prices of goods and services, including wages, rents, and interest, are abridgments of such fundamental rights. For voluntary dealings among private entities, parties should be free to choose with whom they trade and set whatever trade terms are mutually agreeable. So, for instance, let's just take this into the weeds or, or into what some people may um, find objectionable at first until I actually, you know, at least give somewhat of, a, of an explanation. 
price gouging. Price gouging right now is illegal. It shouldn't be. If people are willing to pay the price and other people are willing to sell at that price, it's not the government's business. And in fact, in times of distress and danger, if when you outlaw, quote unquote, price gouging, you give no incentive of people to risk their investments or at times danger to provide these goods and services. It's the market setting what people will pay. How much is something worth? It is worth whatever someone will pay for it. Price gouging is just simply good old free market competition. And when it gets to a point where someone couldn't pay for it, then the price would not go up any longer because people want to sell goods. Of course, the argument is made then that this hurts the disadvantaged people. In life, there are always going to be people who have more advantage than others, as long as the opportunity is there for everyone. Now, does it really, though? Because the fact is, there are charitable people who will buy the goods at the higher prices and then distribute it to the needy very often for free. But no one will have the goods if you do not provide an incentive for someone to provide them. The free market is not a charity. The free market must be allowed to set these controls on itself as to what prices the free market will bear and what goods and services will be brought to market. We, you can't know what you never had. The amount of controls we have on our economy, we would have flying cars by now. Let's just put it that way. But for the government, we would probably have all kinds of innovation, but it is in fact stifled by the government protecting us from ourselves and from our own voluntary choices and thinking themselves righteous as they do it when it involves the use of force. They are nothing more than bullies in the market. I know people aren't used to thinking of it that way, but that is in fact what is going on. Now, you might also note there, this implies a lot of other things, and we do explicitly state it later on. Remember, earlier on the platform, we said our support of someone's right to do something doesn't mean we approve of it or disapprove of it. And as I added, just because you have the right to do something doesn't make it right to do. This thing, this plank, where we said you have the right to set whatever terms of trade that you wish to, that could include things that most people would think are repugnant. For instance, um, I don't want to serve pink-haired libertarians at this restaurant. A private property owner should have every right to do that. And other people could say, that's dumb, that's discriminatory, that's bigoted, and we will not now patronize your business. That is the way to control things such as discrimination, not through laws. You want to out the repugnant people because simply making a law against being um, discriminatory does not end discrimination. They just find ways around it. I would rather know who the people who hate me are because do I really want to eat food or have a cake baked by somebody who feels that way about me? You would also note that this also implies no such thing as zoning laws. And you may go, well, but I don't want the hot pink house with the car on stilts next to me. Well, that's when you then enter into a neighborhood association where you all have voluntarily 
contracted and agreed to have certain standards. But you don't own the increased property value of your home caused by your neighbor conforming to what might be conventional or what you might prefer. You only own your own property itself. You do not own the effects of what your neighbor might do as long as they are not aggressing upon you. And it is not aggression, no matter how much it might feel like it's assaulting your eyes if someone wanted to paint their house hot pink with polka dots and, you know, have cars on stilts and, I don't know, all, all kinds of weird art on the front lawn painted in garish colors. It just isn't. It is such an sense of entitlement to think that it does. And unless some kind of quote-unquote zoning violation puts others in imminent risk of harm, people should be able to do with their property what they wish. Okay, that is it for this segment. And we've got a lot more to go through, which we will, I think, next week. But I have some interviews coming up as well. But I do hope you are finding this at least educational. And I do hope I am convincing a few of you. I hope you have an awesome week. And until we talk again, live free. Mi guapas de libertad. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Training Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank, and made too-big-to-fail banks even bigger, while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. Let me see your identification. You don't need to see his identification. We don't need to see his identification. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. He can go about his business. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. You're listening Move to on. the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort